0: Welcome to another episode of It's a Real Struggle Podcast. Your girl Jenny Boom is here. And what's up? <laughs> um, thank you again for being here. Thank you for listening, tuning in. Um, if you're new to the show, welcome. This whole podcast is just sharing the real struggles of life from my perspective as a millennial as an Afro-Latina millennial, okay? And just giving you insight on a positive level so that you can feel uplifted um, because it definitely is a struggle indeed. Um, so definitely check me out. I am available, as mentioned in the last episode of First Generation. We are now on the Anchor app, which is through Spotify. So check us out. I believe we're on the other platforms as well. And I'll keep you updated if other new platforms that I'm added on to in the future. Uh, But check me out. Follow me. Subscribe, like, share. Available on Instagram at It's A Real Struggle Podcast. Twitter at Real Struggle Pod. Or you can hit me up on my own personal Instagram page at Miss Jenny Boom. It's the same handle for Twitter. I haven't been saying that lately, but if you're a Twitter head... I'm also at Miss Jenny Boone on Twitter. For last episode, I hope you enjoyed it. It was all based on first generation. Had to get serious with that one only because I wanted to really share my struggles, real struggles of being a first generation graduate student coming from a black and Latina background and being the first in the family to set that milestone for the future generations to follow through um it's a monumental thing but just sharing those struggles of dealing with that um hope you enjoyed it and i hope you got a little insight from that um and also every thursday we're going to have a new episode i'm actually thinking about converting to a different day like monday so that way you have all week to check me out so i've made make this the last thursday i post stuff and just start posting on monday First thing out of the week, check it out, tell me what you think, and you can listen to it and all the other other episodes while you're at work, while you're stuck in traffic, because when I am stuck in this LA traffic, baby, I got odd podcasts on repeat, you hear me? So check me out, subscribe, follow, like, share, I am here. Um, so let's just get right into the random thoughts, I got a couple of them. Um, Me being in L.A., I can honestly say money goes so fast. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, where did my money just go? Or I'll see something that I like and I want it and I'll go buy it. And when you're trying to budget, when you're trying to just be responsible with your finances, that could be the biggest struggle of your life. And it's a real struggle indeed. I try so hard not to spend one dollar. If need be um i have a 7-eleven right by my job and i love the taquitos and the little buffalo chicken roller things that you can like put in the bread and put you know ketchup mustard or whatever you i don't know i usually just eat it by itself it's like 249 2.49 dollars 49 for two of them i could eat those every day if i wanted to but i'm like Chen, you need to budget You have a limit of what you could spend. Please stick to it. And of course, there's always new stuff. Fashion Nova sends me an email every day, like three or four times a day, asking me to check out this sale. They had a buy two get one free, buy one get one free on new stuff. Sale fifty or sixty percent off. You could get certain hundred dollars off with this coupon. All this when you spend this amount, a hundred dollars or something like that. I'm stressing <laughs> I'm stressing So I am learning every day And just because I'm in the finance I have a, Sorry, just because I have a finance background Doesn't mean I'm great with money I'm great with money when it comes to businesses But when it comes to my own personal That's a work in progress So I'm struggling out here y'all I'm really trying so hard But what I did learn was that I took the skills that I learned from school Working at and working at companies, putting together budgets and putting together like, you know, the balance sheets and all that just to see where the money goes. I'm actually doing that with my own finances and realizing you got plenty of it, but you just need to stop spending it. Every time you get paid, don't just be swiping a card. It was Friday's payday. I know y'all all do it because I do it too. You go and buy your breakfast. You buy your lunch. You buy your dinner. Right there, you already spent like over $60. That easy. Or you'd be like, oh, let me order this off of Amazon. Before I moved here, I used to buy from Amazon. Sorry, ordered from Amazon all the time. I would order from Amazon just random stuff. I know that I could make good use of, but at the same time, it was just like, "Uh, get off Amazon. And every payday, $30, $60, easy. In addition to buying myself breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Or buying me meals over the weekend. And money goes fast, man. So you just have to be mindful of how much you spend and just go from there. Um, so, yeah, money tends to go fast. And I am using all the tools that I know and what I'm researching online through YouTube um, and just learning to budget. That's pretty much the, the golden rule. It's just budget your money. Do a budget every month and split it out by the weeks you get paid and just set, just follow through with it. I have it like a, like I used the Google Drive and I just put it together on an Excel file because I use Excel all the time. And I just have it right there so I have access to it on my phone, access to it on my computer so I can keep up with my money. But man, I'm telling you, as bad as I just want to go with my savings, just pull out the money and go, I need some new clothes. <laughs> and I don't. I really don't right now. Um, I could use some more warm clothes cause it is getting cold out here, but I don't need to, I don't need to get anything. I, I'll just be honest. Um, don't need to spend any money. <sighs> That's been my struggle my whole 20s was that I spent a lot of money on nonsense and my credit cards. I was like, Ooh, balling swipe, 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 buy clothes. I had everything, especially in Boston with the extra money that I was making. Oh, I had everything And then when I became poor again (laughs) and realized, yo, if you would have never brought all that stuff, because I had still the stuff with me, I just didn't have no money. So, like, if you would have never brought that stuff, you would have been all right, right? Oh, well, you live and you learn. Ain't nothing else I could really say about that. But what I can say to y'all is budget. It don't matter how much money you make, you can actually be okay with any salary, as long as you budget your money, the the deal breaker of that is basically you don't get to do the things that you would want to do as much as others are doing, but who's to say how they're taking paying for that? So you don't know, oh, excuse me, um, you don't know how they're paying for that, but I mean, it's none of our business, but at the end of the day, just budget, it. you'll thank me later because I'm thanking myself right now, every day. Oh, Fashion Nova, stop sending me emails. (laughs) I don't want to unsubscribe because I feel like when the moment when I do have the money and they post that they have a sale, I'm going to want to do it. So Fashion Nova, stop emailing me. I do need some clothes, but (laughs) I don't need some clothes. (laughs) I don't need it. Some clothes. Don't ask. Um, But anyway. I want to give a shout out to my girl, Myra. Um, Shamyra, she is a romance author. Um, I plan to have her on the show soon to talk with her about her business. It's called Creati- Creative Calvary. Um, Check her out on www.creativecalphare.com. Let me spell Calphare for y'all so you can spell it right because it's priority. Um, <laughs> I have my phone out, as you can guess, what today's episode is going to be about. Um, we we'll always have it near me, but uh, it's in my hand as I speak to you, which is always a problem. So she's on social media as well. But the website is www. c a l f u r a y creativecalferay. and she's also on Instagram on creative underscore calforay my girl is doing her thing shout out to you shamira i'm so proud of you um she just did the baltimore book festival um because she lives in the dmv area it's called brilliant baltimore and she actually got some great feedback on her book the violet rose i read the book a couple years ago before she actually launched it i'm You know, I became one of the advanced readers and I'm super excited because I get to read her new book called Three's a Charm. And she is a romance author, y'all. Let me tell you something. She's not those vulgar kind of authors. I'm going to tell you that right now. She don't write about vulgarly about sex and all that extra stuff. Like it's a novel that has a whole storyline. It has drama and then the love parts of the of the novel you will enjoy because it's romantic. It's not the nowadays. They just pound and pound and pound, and and they and they nut. It's not one of those. <laughs> it's nothing like that. Okay, I'm just making that very clear. Um, but Violet Rose, go order the book. It's available on Amazon. It's available on Amazon Kindle as well. You could download it on the Kindle app. Um, it's a really great read, very inexpensive to purchase. You really will enjoy it. Um, and I cannot share with y'all about the next book. I can say that the book is out. I haven't read the advanced copy I received yet, but I'll give you my feedback after I give her my feedback. Uh, but I won't talk about the book, verbatim. I'm just going to say it was great, which I know is amazing. So shout out to you, Myra. I'm so proud of you. I love you. And Thank you for letting me be a part of the experience. Like y'all understand how cool it is. I mean, call me nerdy, call me a bookworm. I don't care. But to actually be a part of someone that's actually self-publishing, part of someone's journey that is self-publishing her own novels and promoting it on her own. She is putting in work, y'all. And she also has merchandise. She does makeup she's a professional makeup artist and she is a graphic designer and my girl can make beats for you too if you're interested if you need it for your podcast if you need it for anything she creates all many graphic designs you may need um just all around very talented woman beautiful black woman she is a wife she has a child she is a mother um so that lets me know when I see her pushing through her journey, it lets me know anything is possible. Okay. she just had a birthday. She's 39 and fine child. She making the, when she hit the 40s, gonna make it look really good. Okay. So shout out to you, Myra. I love you. And I will keep y'all posted on the book. Um, I'll put it in the description of where to find her, her website, and hopefully soon we'll be able to get her on the podcast and interview her because that will be a very special episode. Um, So that's my random thoughts as I sit here and mumble along while I'm drinking Jose (laughs) Cuevo. This is the whole beauty of being a podcaster, you know, part-time, not full-time. I just get to come and talk shit and enjoy, entertain y'all. I mean, this is like the best thing ever. So this episode, I just want it to be fun because we're going to talk about social media. So, let's get real. Social media, y'all. <laughs> it pretty much is curating the whole generation. I don't care what anybody say. We are all controlled by it. Right now, my phone is on Instagram right now. and I mean, I see certain things with certain people or whatever. And I'm just like, oh my God. I mean, yeah, I'm just seeing 50 Cent got a new boo or something else like that. My friends on here, some celebrities I follow, you know, um, funny memes, people posing and looking like, you know, you got it going on. <sighs> I mean, I can stroll on and on. I just, I could keep strolling. Wow, she looks good. Um, Let <laughs> me like. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's. it's social media um all right let me get into the struggles of social media because i gotta put this phone down for a minute and just like let it be um this is pretty much the platform of our lives now from the other viewers standpoint socializing how it used to be the social networking space was basically in person going to bars when they had internet cafes i'm going way back right now um like we'll just go to the 90s you had before AOL launched you know you go to the bars you go to the clubs you go to events and that's how you met people or you met people through friends you met people through family um, you made friends at school, um, whether you were at recess or if you were in college. You know, during you know during lunch hour for all grades in college. Um, at college, if they had a student union, I mean, I even even our our student union now was kind of dead, but back then I'm pretty sure it was lit because they didn't have social media. Um, they didn't have cell phones really, unless you were rich. You had the bulky ones. Um, yeah, but anyway, um, oh my God, <laughs> let me close this phone real quick so I could have a conversation with y'all, um, but it pretty much now social media now is the platform of your life. Well, it's just really people just post the highlights of their life. There's very few people that actually get very real on social media and sometimes they just take it too far or they just, just have too much business out there sometimes you just gotta be like all right you ain't gotta share everything but people some people tend to share everything hence why all these crazy videos are coming out of people doing random shit i mean i just saw a video of a woman at a hockey game eating mayonnaise out of a jar with a spoon that's some crazy shit people actually do that at a hockey game mental note don't go to a hockey game so <laughs> for myself and it's kind of really its curating a whole generation. It feels like we're just following what we see and we're making that a part of our lives. Whether we want to admit it or not, something on social media is influencing us because everyone I know is always on it. Not all the time, but there's always a moment out there day or out there week that they are on social media. And I have some people that be on social media constantly when I'm bored I grab my phone that's the first thing I do which I should just be grabbing a book and read I'm grabbing my phone and I'm going on social media okay um but it's hard to really just deal with the struggle of what's real versus what's fake I could tell what's authentic with just the people that I've known in my life the people that I grew up with people that I am friends with I could tell what's real and I could tell what's fake with them but for them they tend to post more real stuff and i'm just talking about normal everyday people that's living their normal everyday lives ain't nothing wrong with it um i could tell versus with the influencers with celebrities with um social media moguls you name it you don't know what's real and what's not real or people that are are aspiring to become influencers things like that or instagram ig models things like that You don't really know what's going on with their lives, whereas with the people that I may know that are mothers that may may be married or, you know, they have a career, I could tell what they post that, oh, yeah, I I could see how that relates to their life. Um, So it's kind of hard because I just I don't feel like people are really being authentic on social media and the ones that are still those don't get the attention. What you put out there, if you're exposing skin or if you're exposing something that's flashy or whatever, it shows that you're out there living your best life. That tends to get more likes than anything else. Um, With my own social media, I've noticed over time I tend to get a lot of likes. The most likes I've received was maybe 122. That's it. On Instagram alone. That's real. Because I'm not an influencer. You know, I'm not how you wanna put it? I'm not um a celebrity. I don't you know, I'm growing my platform, but this is you talk talking since twenty thirteen on so on Instagram alone. Um, but you know, it's just you just can't tell. And there's a struggle of keeping up with it. I have to definitely keep up with it keep up with social media for the sake of my podcast, the sake of uh, you know, getting the exposure gaining listeners so I'm learning now that I can use this as a tool as to help with this podcast to launch out but for my personal life it's a struggle last picture I post when when John Witherspoon just passed away God rest his soul he passed away last week on um October 30th and I put a post and I only got like maybe 11 likes for that I'm like yo he is a known dude now I got seventeen likes, you know, and one comment. I'm oh, like, yeah, y'all don't really care about John Witherspoon, like seriously. He was known, but um, he was always working. I can honestly say that man was always working. Okay, um, so yeah, it's just struggle to keep up, and a lot of people do run themselves to the ground of of exhaustion because they're trying to keep up with this. Or with the trend or just what's going on what's next what should I post this and that it's sometimes it's, it's nerve-wracking at times and it's like sad because outside of this app you know or the in the other social media apps there's so much going on around us that many of us could be missing out on it's like damn like let's put the phone down but it's hard to do I can honestly say that and with that said you could just blame the Millennials for that <laughs> or the Gen X or whatever. I don't know who to blame. <laughs> Us millennials get blamed for everything, okay? It's like everything we do, we get blamed for. Everything that we that comes out and it causes a negative influence. It's the millennials. They don't want to do anything. They don't care. They're lazy and it's like, "Wait a minute." We're not twenty something. We're in our a lot of us in our late twenties, early thirties, or mid thirties now. Like we were, you're talking from 1981 to 1996. Most of the people from the eighties in their thirties right now. Okay, (laughs) I'm just trying to understand why you're quick to blame us millennials for everything. It's like, come on. Anyway, um. But yeah, just just blame us. But I do want to touch base on the history of social media because this tends to go way back. Um, I'll I'll kind of start just with the eighties with the dating. Oh, like when I talked about dating apps on the Dating App episode. Check it out, it's episode episode seven, available on the Anchor app and Spotify, and I believe Apple i um podcast as well. Um, yeah, there was videotapes they had out there if you wanted to date, and they had the show Love Connection. Um, where you go, you meet someone for a blind date, you go on a date and then you stand in front, you sit in front of the studio audience, talk about the date. And would you go out with that person again or whatever? Like I'm talking old school, right? And, um, they had videotapes you can actually do in the eighties. And that was like a way of dating. So I, something I should have mentioned on that, on that episode, but that was a way of socializing, you know, type of social media was just recording a video of yourself. Um, but with, we're sticking with the 90s. Um, AOL um, Instant Messenger came out when AOL started um, with the dial-up broadband of getting on the internet. That was one way of socializing with people. Um, and people got catfished like a motherfucker, okay? <laughs> and then you had Yahoo Groups and Messenger. So that was another way to socialize with others that were not close to you. Um, so you can meet people from all across the world, you know, um, and just to be your pen pal or your, yeah, pen pal was another way I used to be a pen pal, to so a couple people, it's a friend that I'm still cool with to this day, and we met via pen pal, um, which was pretty cool, um, and then MySpace showed up, when MySpace showed up, it was like the early 2000s, and I, I was in high school, I believe, yeah, I think it was like junior, or senior year when it came out and that was just the start of where you had the music on your page you had the top five people that was a big thing if the top five people you had and one of your friends thought they you, you thought they were close with you and you didn't have any top five, ooh, get makes sense now what happens now with social media right Ooh, they used to get mad but um <laughs> But, yeah, they had the top five um, friends and then the pictures and then your background, all this extra stuff. And MySpace at the time, it was like if you had the computer and Internet, you got on MySpace. Um, and that died out pretty quickly once Facebook blew up. And this was still talking mid-early 2000s when Mark Zuckerberg came out with it. It was for college students only. And at that time, I did have Facebook when I was at Barrett University. And I ended up deleting the page. I don't know why I did um, but I had connections with everyone from every college because at that time, it started with just the Ivy League schools and then all the other schools were able to participate and um, join Facebook. And then eventually it became available for everyone else. and now Facebook is like your the Gen X and baby Boomers be on there more than anything. Um, you get videos, people share too much of their business on there. Oh my God, I don't even really use my Facebook. I can be honest with this. I don't use it that much. I tend to be on my Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> I don't like to be on Facebook that much. I just like, uh, it's just a lot of people sharing videos now. It's like not as interactive as it used to be because back then you could connect with people. You can actually meet people. I've heard stories of people marrying um, someone they met on Facebook. So it's just, there's a lot of things you could do with that app now but then became then came um instagram snapchat twitter youtube etc and now we have so many social media platforms it's not even funny like now on youtube you can do youtube stories like insta stories and snapchat you know like it's weird anyway um so that's a little history of it so you would think that with the history of social media, that it would elevate and become better. No. (laughs) We have a president who's in office right now that is the leader of the free world, of our democracy, who tweets all the time, okay, and says all kinds of random disrespectful stuff on Twitter. This is how big social media has become, with just these apps that I've mentioned and it's like, wow, like this could really cause some serious social damage in our future. Who's to say what can happen? But the fact that we have more interest in who, who posts what on these apps instead of what's really going on around us, it, it that's going to create a lot of social anxiety, which it already has um, for the most part. Everywhere I go, especially in L.A., everyone got their phone on them, including myself. I am guilty. I got my phone to my face, not really paying attention. And when I'm at work, my phone's always on me. But most of the time, I'm listening to music when I'm at work because it keeps me going throughout the day. Um, music does help with me when I'm dealing with numbers. I'm just, like, spot on. Um, <laughs> but outside from that, I always have my phone on me. And if we ever lose our phones, we lose our minds, okay? Okay. And I love my phone because it is my life. It helps me with everything I need to do day-to-day. I have my camera. I, ha- I can do videos. I can do everything. I can even record this podcast on this phone. So there's so much that I can do with it in addition to it being a phone um, that I'm not realizing. Sometimes it does create some social anxiety even for myself. I've noticed happen with others, but just from my perspective... Um, People are not really social as they used to be anymore. So when I... I just recently did an event um, where they were doing a recording for a pilot show. And... Um, can't talk about it. It's not NDA, But... <laughs> for a pilot show and we couldn't bring our phones. People still had their phones but it was on silent. But I decided to leave my phone in my car and not bring it with me. And it was a huge difference. However, I automatically went back to my original skills of socializing with others that I know I don't ever want to lose ever in life because it has really helped me get to where I am today. And it was actually pretty interesting because I didn't have my phone. I was actually conversing with others. And some people that did have their phone, like the fact that I was conversing with them, they weren't on their phone anymore. And I guess to them, they were just like, oh, wow, she's actually socializing with me. Um, whereas there was other people when it got quiet, they pulled their phone out. And I'm like, wait, I thought we were supposed to leave our phone in the car. I didn't know we could still bring our phone in. They just like, just turn it off when we were basically starting to do the pilot or whatever. So, you know, it's just creating that phone to the face thing, being social. It's, it's a struggle. Like how the hell are we supposed to connect you know even when i go back to my dating episode and i listen to that and um just the connecting to with folks on those dating apps and then when in person we don't have much to say and that's why a lot of dudes automatically or girls um want to have sex and just be done with it um sometimes when i go on a date i'm just like what am i going to talk about what questions am i going to ask because You know, I met this person on this app. I don't know if he's as talkable as I am. And if he's not, what am I going to do? There's going to be some awkward, silent moments. So I always try to keep my phone away from me because I will automatically, you guessed it, get on my social media apps and pay no mind to him and just be strolling away, hoping time fly past until we get the bill. And then he's like, hey, you want to come back to my place? Maybe I'll go back to your place. Okay, let's go back to your place want to have sex okay yeah let's have sex we have sex we both climax and then okay i'm going home okay have a good night make it home safe text me when you get home you text me you made it home if he likes you he'll text you back and say great or he'll just text you a couple days later you get where i'm going um (laughs) it just creates this social anxiety where you just like okay What would this world be like right now if we were all to lose our phones and no longer have... Well, let me take that back. If we not lose our phones, we still have our phones. But social media apps disappear. There's just no more Instagram, no more Facebook, no more nothing. They're all gone. What do you think is going to happen? Like, how do you think people will react to this? I feel like somebody may just create another one for us to use, but let's just say like all of it and we couldn't recreate another one and we just had to socialize the old fashioned way. Cause you got to think about a lot of the businesses that, um, are no long that no longer exists because of the evolution of, of the internet and technology, you know, the, the dine-ins and, you know, there's still some dine-ins here and there. People still go to, you know, a lot of people from back in the day are still alive. People are living longer. Um, but what about, you know, those businesses and, and like even movie theaters, people in movie theaters, they on their phone. Hell, it's like, are you even watching the movie? You know, this ticket was like $20. you Are you even watching this movie? They on their phone, literally. <laughs> but anyway, um, I feel like this people will go crazy. People will go mad. They would just wouldn't know what to do with themselves. Or maybe the world would be better. People go back to socializing in person and hanging out and. You know, the huge stuff that used to be done back in the day. And I'm just talking like early 90s, late 80s or whatever. You know, we'll still have the TV, but we don't have the social media apps anymore. This world will probably go crazy. I'm just going to be honest. And, you know, with that, it just makes you question, who am I really? Um, if I didn't have my social media page... Would my life be any different? Most likely, no. You'll still have the same life. Unless you're, if you're an entertainment, a celebrity, influencer, or what have you, and you get rid of your your social media apps, And yeah, that goes your career, maybe. I mean, especially if you're an influencer. Um, they make good money on YouTube, um, especially with the views and stuff, and they get sponsorships, promote brands, you name it. So it makes you wonder, who who am I, really? If I have to present myself a certain way on the social media apps, because just looking now on my page, I could go to my page and I noticed that all of my pictures, they're kind of like portraits, but they always have something behind it. And um, I could just really say like, oh, wow, like they're pretty pictures and I have like meaning in my caption or what have you. But I'm still the same old me, living my same old life. I could be completely honest with that, you know. So I know who I am. But for some people, if social media is their biggest thing for them to stay relevant in their life or whatever life that they have, it's can be nerve wracking, you know. Um, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah, this is my thing. I just want to to close out on the social media. Let's just get real. Um social media does not dictate your life unless you allow it. And I can honestly say one experience that I had with social media like it pretty much almost broke me because I felt like I wasn't enough because of who I was following. And what they were posting, going on vacation, living their best life, they were in a relationship, they had kids, or they just brought their health, they just brought their new car, they, you know, in Fiji somewhere, you know, and just, and I'm sitting here like, oh my God, I'm not doing enough, I don't have enough, how they get to do all this with, with a nine to five, like, how is this possible, it makes you ask a lot of questions, When I decided to be like, hold up, Jen, take a step back. This is just social media. Look at how many likes again. Look at the comments. Okay, leave it alone. Okay, just leave it alone. Um, So I had to really learn to not allow social media to dictate my life. Because I know what I have. I know what I've accomplished. But at the same time, look, I can't get enough of it. (laughs) So I'm on it. When I'm bored, I'm on it. I'm looking at other people's pages, laughing, commenting, liking, you name it. And, and I feel like it's just for fun for me. It's not, a, oh, my God, I need to have a million likes. Oh, please. That's nerve-wracking. It's very exhausting. But I get it for people that do it. And my second thing is just make it a monetary benefit. There's plenty of them to social media. Like I said, a lot of influencers influencers are making a lot of money. With creating YouTube videos, whether it's beauty, their everyday life, doing a skill, making slime, you name it. (laughs) They are making money every month for it. So if you can find a monetary benefit to it, go for it. Okay, Um, one of my favorite um, social stars, which she's going to be a big star soon, T.S. Madison. She started with Vine. I don't know if y'all remember Vine. Um, she used to do the 22 inches long longer, you know, whatever. And she had those videos, but they were kind of, they were explicit because she was an adult entertainer back then. And then she eventually moved on and started her Queen Supreme Court. And that blew up um, when it first was Queen's Court, then it became Queen Supreme Court, which is like a great show to watch if y'all ever get a chance. And now, you know, she... Um, is making money off of this and has several web series. that's no that's been seen on RuPaul's Drag Race, has been on other shows. Was just re- it's going to be on Queen Radio on next week, but was just recently on there a couple months ago. Like, she's doing a lot of things and making good money and has her own business where she didn't have to do the adult entertainment stuff anymore. And this is all with social media. She took it and made it a monetary benefit to her life. So, if you're really into the social media thing, find a way to make money off of it because there is a lot of money in it because of the branding and the influence of it. So, if you're building your brand, this is one way to start, you know? And that's what she does. And I'm inspired by it because I'm like, wow, like she really put in the work and the effort and she has a huge show on YouTube. You know how good that make the YouTube look YouTube looks? Where people are actually going on YouTube to watch her stuff, comment, views like she just got her plaque for a hundred thousand views. I think that's freaking monumental. Oh my god. But shout out to her. I love her. She always give me hearts on my comments. It makes me feel good. Um but yeah it's just make it a monetary benefit to your life make it a business um uh, my friend who i just mentioned with her creative cowfree social media is one of her platforms where she is promoting her brand so take advantage of that you can it really can work for you if you keep up with the work ethic and just it's constant cuz it's like a 24 hour 365 every minute on the hour every millisecond on the hour something changes so go for it and the last thing Take time off to enjoy your life, your real life. Because sometimes the social media stuff can really suck you dry. There were times where I had to sign off and just disconnect. I didn't delete the app. I just signed off and hit the apps and another thing and didn't name the box where all the apps were on my phone. I just had to find a way to escape from it. And, of course, people say, did you see this video? Did you see that video? No, I'm not on Social media right now or people that I've spoken to that are friends of mine um, That don't have social media at all. They don't have any social media and to be honest their lives are just fine They're not missing out on anything. They're actually living their life to full so um, There's a possibility for you to take time off of it and just enjoy your life Look around you sometimes and just realize oh my god. The grass is pretty the trees are beautiful flowers are blooming Oh my God, there's another wildfire. <laughs> A hurricane coming. Let me get on the weather channel. Turn TV on if you got cable. But for right now, social media is king and it rules our generation. So for now, we're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> or not. You have... The choice is yours. The choice is yours. Just don't let it kill you. Okay. Um, but that's my whole "let's get real" segment on social media. I just wanted to be silly with it and drop a couple gems here and there. But let me know what you think. Um, I'm open up for questions and your insights and any opinions you may have in regards to social media and what it's doing to our humanity. Um, <laughs> so just hit me up. You can uh, send me a message through Instagram on at It's a Real Struggle Podcast. Twitter at Real Struggle Pod, on my personal Instagram at Miss Jenny Boom, or on my personal Twitter at Miss Jenny Boom. and, Or you can just email me if you don't want to do that and want to stay away from the social media stuff. I have an email and you can email me at it's I T S Jenny Boom at gmail.com. Again, that's I T S it's Jenny Boom at gmail.com. Oh man, I'm exhausted, y'all. I've been. Having a little bit of Quavo and I'm just like kind of regretting it. And I should have just not drank. (laughs) But it's more fun when I'm a little inebriated because I could be silly. So I just really hope you enjoyed the show. Um, Really just enjoy talking about social media. And, you know, just like as always, stay hydrated. Moisturize your skin. Because it's dry out here, okay, in L.A. on the West Coast. But if you're on the East Coast, it's getting cold, so it's going to be dry too. Make sure you moisturize your skin, okay? And remember, you believe in it. You can achieve it. And thank you again for listening to another episode of It's a Real Struggle Podcast. I hope to tune in with y'all soon when we go into the next episode. And I'm going to keep bringing out the content, so definitely 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 stay tuned check me out hit me up talk to me i want to talk to y'all like i really want to talk to y'all um so until next time y'all peace